0: Welcome, 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 everybody. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Um, If this is your first time uh, seeing my face or hearing my voice and you're like, who's this lady? Uh, that I'm listening to on the internet. Uh, I am Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. So things like um, getting your articles of incorporation with the state, making sure you have EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, uh, making sure you have appropriate contracts for clients and partners, brand protection strategies, uh, hiring and training strategies, all of these things I can help you with. Uh, if you're wondering why well, I'm qualified to help you with them, I'm very happy that you asked. I'm a licensed attorney. having have been one for 15 years and counting. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful, there are just some things that you need to know. There's no way around it. Okay. So that's why I'm here. Hello. Um, you know, uh, so if you're in the startup phase of your business and you're looking for some guidance, I want to help you. Hey, King tech services, One, eighteen. Um, so go to, uh, link up with me, go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, uh, to book yourself a free 15 minute consultation. If you're a first time client. Okay. Link forward slash NPL consulting firm is also where you can download the free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. Link forward slash NPL consulting firm is also where you can subscribe to the YouTube channel and the podcast because you're not going to make every live broadcast, but you can catch up at your leisure. Um, and, uh, last but not least, li- uh, Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm it is where you can, uh, pick up NPL legal dish merch, right? So if you, you know, you're a regular viewer of this show and you want to tell pe- show people where you got all that fabulous information that you know about business, grab yourself a t-shirt, grab yourself a mug, you know, you want them. Okay. Um, available at Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. All right. Um, I'm trying to think, is there anything else that I wanted to tell you guys? Hello, Miss Jazzy Fit. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that, that was what I wanted to share with you guys. For those of you who are regular viewers, I was not on yesterday. My apologies. I just, the body was not, the, the spirit was willing, but the flesh was weak. So, you know, the flesh won yesterday. My apologies. Um, But we are going to have a great old time today, so make sure you share this out to your friends as we get started, okay? Um, Yeah, we've got four stories to cover tonight, and uh, then if we have some extra time, we'll go into Q&A, all right? Okay, first story that we are talking about tonight. Um, If you know who the Commodores are, if you've ever heard of the group called the Commodores, Tell me, who is one of the founding members of the Commodores? (laughs) Yeah, King Tax Services, you can identify it right. Tell me, name one of the founding members of the Commodores, okay? And while you do that, I'm going to sing you one of their most famous songs, all right? She's a brick mm -mm -mm, house. I forget the rest of the words, but you get the picture. The Commodores, they sang that song, they made it. If you know who the Commodores are, tell me who one of the founding members are. All right, I'm going to give you like 10 more seconds. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3. Commodores. Hey, A.P. Jackson. Oh, hey, girl, I haven't seen you forever. Yes, King Tax Services, Commodores, are they are a jam. Can you tell me one of the founding members of of the Commodores, yes, AP Jackson, Lionel Richie, okay, Lionel Richie, thank you, King Tax Services, Nicole Richie's father, if y'all know who Nicole Richie is from the Civil Act, uh, Lionel Richie, um, thank you, Cheryl, Tuskegee, what's Tuskegee, I don't know what that is, AP Jackson, um, uh, but yeah, so, the Commodores, they are a staple in, you know, uh, soul music, funk music. Uh, Lionel Richie is still out here looking good, making hits. Okay. Um, I want to say, was Smokey Robinson in the Commodores? I can't remember. Um, but anyway, the Commodores, one of their biggest hits was the song called Brick House, right? And another, um, founding member of the Commodores was a man by the name of Thomas McClare. He was, their, uh, their lead guitarist, okay? Oh, their hometown is Tuskegee? Okay, thank you. Um, oh, A.P. Jackson knows her Commodore's history, okay? Giving us background and everything. Hello, Charlie Red. Um, anyway, so the Commodore's uh Lionel Richie is one of the founding members so is a guy named Thomas McLare right um but like happens with like it happens with a lot of groups people come in and out of the group right people leave and they come they hire new people all the time so Thomas McLare at one point left the Commodores right um and he was performing on his own but he was still using the Commodores name doing performances con, con uh concerts all of these things, you know, um, and using the Commodore's name and performing their music. Now, the Commodore's, uh, as, you know, artists who knew their stuff, they have their name protected. It's trademarked. Um, King Tax Services said, no, Smokey was a solo artist along with the Temptations at Motown. Okay, thank you, thank you. Um, my Motown history knowledge is limited, alright? But, um, yeah. So the Commodores, they own their name. When you are a group, you know, it's, it is standard practice to trademark your name because you don't want another group out there performing under your name. So the Commodores, they're, you know, minding their business, collection collecting their residuals. And Thomas is out here doing gigs under the Commodores name. So they sued Thomas McClure. Um Uh, A.P. Jackson said Smokey, listen, I'm getting a Motown history lesson on tonight from y'all. Smokey Robinson was with the Miracles. Okay. Um, well, uh, and Smokey is still out here, you know, breaking it down on stage. But Thomas was out here still performing, using the Commodore's name, and the Commodore's was like, so you don't even go here anymore? And they sued him for trademark infringement. Um, and this lawsuit has been going on for about six years, six years. Okay. Um, and it's finally come to a resolution and, uh, the Commodores have won their trademark infringement suit against Thomas, uh, Thomas McClare. Okay. <laughs> Before my time, I mean a little bit, a little bit. Um, so top, th- but AP Jackson, I think JP Jackson's younger than me, um, But yeah, so Thomas, uh, he lost, uh, the Commodores, you know, they, they got their name. Even though Thomas was a founding member of the group, he did not have a legal claim to use the Commodores name after he left the group. So they sued him and they won. How much do you think Thomas McClare has to pay the Commodores for using their name without permission? How much do you think, um... Are you serious, A.P. Jackson? I got to look at your profile picture more closely. I thought you were like in your 30s, girl. Um, yes. But um, how much do you think Thomas... Uh, no, A.P. Jackson, more than that. Thomas McClare has to pay the Commodores for using their name without their permission and performing on the road. I'm going to give you a, a hint. It's six figures. Okay. So that is the one hint I will give you. How much do you think? Um, yes, yeah, six figures. But give me a number, King Tech Services. You're right in the in in you're you're in the you're in the ballpark. Give me a number. How much do you think Thomas McClare has to pay the Commodores because he was out here using the Commodores name without permission? Okay. No, no, no. Y'all all too low. Mr. McClare has to pay the Commodores 600000 American dollars because he was out here performing uh, without, uh, without their permission, using their name. No, not two hundred and fifty girls. $600,000. So, $600,000. So, this case has been going on for about six years. So, it's about $100,000 for every year. So, Mr. McLare, one of the founding members of the Commodores, has to pay the remaining members of the Commodores more than half a million dollars because he was performing using the name without permission. When I tell you intellectual property is not a game, I'm not kidding. This man founded the group, but he didn't own the trademark. This is why it is important for you to own your intellectual property. Remember when Nick Cannon was, um, you know, they had removed him temporarily from... From um, hosting Wild and Out. Now Nick Cannon, he created Wild and Out, right? But Nick Cannon doesn't own any of the intellectual property associated with Wild and Out, which was why they were going to be able to remove him from his own show that he created. Same thing here, Thomas McClare. Yes, you founded this group. Yes, you may have wrote some of the songs, but you don't own the Commodore's name and now he has to pay them six hundred thousand dollars. So intellectual property is serious. It can it can cost you a lot of money and it can also get you a lot of money. All right. Hello Alan Spain. all right, but um so I want to ask your opinion, guys. Do you think that the uh, the six hundred thousand dollars was that a, an excessive award? Uh, should Thomas McCclare should have to pay all that? Do you think they deserve more? Do you think they deserve less? What do you think about this six hundred thousand um, dollar verdict in the favor of the commodores now i I totally agree that you know they 're right. they totally should have won that. But what do we think about the award amount? Too big? Too small? Just right? What do we think? What do we think? Uh, King Tax Services said it should have been more. Okay. How much do you think they should have got King Tax Services? Anybody else? Anybody think they should have gotten less? Anybody think it's a a good fair amount? Remember, this case has been going on for about six years. Um, AP Jackson said depends on how many years he was doing it. Okay. Okay, um, I don't know exactly how many years he was doing it, but the, the lawsuit had been going on for six years, okay? All right, so good luck, Thomas. I hope you saved your old uh, Commodore's money so you can pay these people their, their ducats. Oh, King Tax Services said that uh, the, the Commodore should be paid a million dollars. I don't know if Thomas has that girl. I don't know. Um, I hope they, got, they own their masters. That's all I hope. Um, okay, moving on to our next story. That was a good one. Um, any Jay-Z fans here? If you are a Jay-Z fan or you've heard of Jay-Z, please give me a blue baseball cap. If you have heard of Jay-Z, otherwise known as Sean Carter, or as I like to call him, Beyonce's husband, give me a blue baseball cap. Okay. All right. Oh my gosh! You know I totally forgot to go over the rundown of how the show works. Oh my gosh! A couple days off, and um, um, his estate. Cheryl White said, "Thank you for the blue cap. Thank you for the blue caps." Okay, so we know who Jay Z is, right? Beyonce's husband. We'll call him anyway. Beyonce's husband. His uh, breakout album was called Reasonable Doubt. If you ever listen to Reasonable Doubt, give me a diamond emoji. If you have, hey, Margaret, if you've ever listened to any of the songs on Reasonable Doubt, give me a diamond emoji. Okay? Um... You've probably heard them on the radio. Anyway, um, this is an update of a story. So, a while ago, um, a, well, around the time Reasonable Doubt was coming out, there was a photographer by the name of Jonathan, I can't even read my own writing, Jonathan Marin. Jonathan Marin, right? And hey, Shonda, and he took the photos. He took the photo for Jay-Z's Reasonable Doubt cover, and he took other photos. This guy, Jonathan, he is he is known for doing celebrity photo shoots, particularly of musical artists, right? Um, and Reasonable Doubt, I, I think it's over 20 years old now, right? But Jonathan, he still has his film reel from that photo shoot with Jay-Z. And not long ago, Jonathan started making his own merchandise and selling prints of the photos that he had taken of Jay-Z when Reasonable Doubt was coming out. So he was making, you know, phone covers and slip mats and things like that. And he was also selling reprints of the photos that he took during the shoot with Jay-Z. And Jay-Z did not like this at all. He sued Jonathan um, for copyright infringement and for violating his right of publicity, right? Um, Jonathan tried to get the motion to dismiss thrown out because he said, hey, I took those pictures, right? Um, I, I took them, I own the copyrights because it's my work, right? And he asked the court to dismiss, hey, pun rage, to dismiss the case because of that. He's saying that Jay-Z is trying to stifle his First Amendment rights, um, you know, and, and he has a right to express the work that he took. So what do you think the court said when Jonathan went to them and said, hey, you should dismiss this case because I took the pictures. Why did? What do you think the court said when he asked them to dismiss the case? Now, the case isn't over. They still have to hear arguments and things, but Jonathan asked them to just dismiss it right here and now because he's saying that Jay-Z is just violating my First Amendment rights, right? So what do you think... Um, That's the thing. I think that's one of the things that they have to go over because they they haven't gone through the meat of the case. When you start having a case, one of the first things your attorney is going to do is ask for a motion to dismiss. It's just one of the things that they do. Um, It's just procedure, right? And for for whatever reason. Um, So Jonathan asked him to dismiss it. Hello, G-Ratch, because he said that, you know, I own the copyrights of these photos because I took them. And Jay-Z is trying to stifle my creativity, stifle my work. Um, so the court did not agree with Jonathan. They actually dismissed his motion, to or denied, I should say. They denied his motion to dismiss. What they said was, look here, if you had just been, you know, posting these photos on your social media, or, you know, just showing them to people, that's one thing. But you are out here Creating merchandise using the the image of a very well recognized individual. Um, you're out here making money off Jay Z's face, whether or not you took these photos. It's one thing if you're if you're selling the reprints of the photos that you took, but you're out here making merchandise. You're making phone covers. You're making slip mats. You're making you know f- um, cup cozies, whatever. So the court. Is not really convinced that this is totally a First Amendment issue. They're saying that Jay Z does have a right of publicity, right? He's a superstar. Uh, if you are, if you are a rap enthusiast or you know a hip hop enthusiast, you know who Jay Z is. His name, his face—they're very recognizable. They're worth a lot of money. So, had Jonathan, you know, not been trying to make money off of these reprints, he might have gotten his motion to dismiss but because he is making money off of someone else's face making new merchandise there is a question as to whether what he did is okay so we always talk about uh, with photos you know with photography unless unless you, it's stated in the contract Usually, the copyright stays with the person who took the photos, right? But it becomes a little bit dicier when these photos are older and the subject has become this national symbol, this national face that people recognize. So, um, and especially, and, uh, and whenever you bring making money into the mix, that is another aspect of it. Jonathan is out here making merch, making money money that Jay-Z could be making if he wanted to, you know? So, um, so there is definitely going to be, you know, a back-and-forth argument between the two legal teams. So I want to know from you guys, who do you think should win this battle? Jonathan, the guy who took the original reasonable doubt photos, or Jay-Z, who was the subject of these photos that Jonathan is using to make merchandise? Who do you think should win this battle? Who do you think, who do you think, hey, who do you think should win this battle? King Tax Services thinks Jay-Z should win. I think he should win too. Like, why are you pulling up, um, Chanda said Jay, like you remember, um, I don't know how many of y'all have a, is it Kay's Jewelers or one of, one of Jared's Jewelers, one of those jewelry places that you could find in the mall. And they had this old, old picture of Gabby, um, Gabrielle Union. I guess, you know, before she was a big star, you know, she did a little bit of print work. And sometimes I just be like, Y'all cannot be playing Gabby like this. She needs to get this photo taken down. She doesn't even look like this anymore. Right? But this is basically the same thing that's been happening with Jay-Z. But I'm sure that Gabby she she signed some type of release. Hello, Street Hottest trainer. Okay, so all of you seem to be uh, on Jay-Z's side here, that he should win this battle. Jonathan, you took these pictures over 20 years ago. Why are you still trying to make merch off of them? And you were you were hired as a photographer, not a merch maker, right? All right. Um, all right, so uh, before we move on to our last two stories, I want to remind you guys that you are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and Celebrity News. If you are in the startup phase of your business and you're looking for um, some legal guidance, you know, because it can be a little bit confusing, I want you to hit me up, okay? Go to Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm and book yourself a free 15-minute consultation today, as well at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. You can download the free Biz Launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less, okay? All right. Moving on, uh, moving on. Okay. Um, when I read this story, I was just like, where were you guys when I was in school? Granted, you know, the technology wasn't as robust as it is now, but I still could have used the help. Um, so here's the story. Pearson Education, they are a textbook company. So, they they make te- textbooks for a, a number of subjects, right? I need to turn the volume off on my computer. How do I do this? Somebody help me. Is it off? I don't know. Okay. Anyway, so Pearson Education, they are a textbook company. Like, um... What's that, what's that big textbook company, M- McGraw Hill, right? Think McGraw Hill, Pearson Education, same thing, right? Now they make textbooks. A textbook it has questions, you know, with the answers. And back when I was in school, long, long time ago, um, you know, there was a, uh, you know, there there would be the, the regular textbooks, and then there would be the um, the answer textbook that the teacher had, right? Um, Well, as technology has evolved, access to answers for textbooks has become more accessible, Um, especially through a company called Chegg, C-H-E-G-G, Chegg, okay? Chegg is a textbook service that allows you to, you know, access textbook materials online, and they also have a service called Chegg Study, where for fourteen ninety five a month, they will give you uh, access to uh, you know the end of chapter um, answer, um, like you know how you have uh, questions at the end of a chapter. For fourteen ninety five a month, they will let you access those answers to over nine thousand different textbooks. Okay. Um, Chegg, uh, they, their revenue in 2020 was 644 million and they have about 6.6 million subscribers. So Chegg is out here making a hot chunk of change, selling textbook answers to, you know, the, the, uh, all the young men and women out here, uh, getting their education on, right? And Pearson education, they are pissed off they are saying that Chegg has violated their copyrights because Chegg is basically reprinting the questions word for word in their um, Chegg study service and then providing the answers. So Pearson is suing Chegg for copyright infringement. So what I want to know from you guys is, do you think Pearson Has a right to complain or are they doing too much? To give you some further um, background on this, not only do you get the answers, Chegg, they organize the answers according to the textbook, the unit, and the page. So it's like, you know, if you're looking for, you know, I don't know, Algebra 3 from this company, they'll have it for you and you can get the answers, right? So Pearson is saying this is copyright infringement because you're copying the questions, putting them, and then writing the answers. So I want to know from you guys, is Pearson education, do they have uh, you know, a credible argument here or are they doing too much? Is Chegg just out here providing a valuable service or are they misappropriating people's content? What do you think? Uh, For me, I wish this was here when, when, you know, I was a student. Yes, I would have used it, cheating or not, okay? I need my A's. Um, (laughs) But let me know what you think. I personally think that Pearson is well within their rights. Chegg, if if you don't have the permission from these publishers to take their information and post it on yours, you're in violation of copyright law. Does anybody think that Chegg is just out here providing a good service? Uh, Margaret said Pearson has a valid case. Does anybody else agree with Margaret? Let me know what y'all think. Hey. Me and Margaret, you and I see eye to eye. You and I see eye to eye. Um, and Pearson, they want damages from Chegg, meaning they want money. They want injunctive relief, meaning they want the court to tell Chegg to stop printing their answers, and they want destruction of these answer keys that Chegg has published. Shonda agrees. Um, Cheryl said Chegg is providing a service, but Pearson is in the right. Okay, so we all seem to be on the same page here, all right? Y'all my team, we, we together on this, all right? Um, so yeah, so Pearson... They want money. They want the court to tell Chegg to stop, and they want the answer keys destroyed. Um, yeah, and I don't blame them. Like, sir, like y'all, y'all are basically cutting out the the middleman and just taking. And and while I don't disagree with providing the answers, because even though you might have the answer, that doesn't mean that you can, you know, replicate the process. Um, it's still somebody else's material. Maybe you could do different questions, maybe base it on those would make it a little different, but you just basically take it and slap it into your material and you didn't even get a license. You could have gotten a licensing fee from these from these uh from these publishing um companies. High Flames Flames Tech Centers? Huh. Interesting. Uh, okay. But yeah, so we will have to wait and see what happens between Pearson education and Chegg, uh, and Chegg study. Okay? Alright. Last story before we head out for the evening. If you are a gamer, or if you have a gamer in your life that you love, please give me a video game emoji. Um, this might be a little bit... Oh, shoot. Did I ever hit start? Yeah, wait. Yeah, this might be a little bit, um... Too into the gamer world, hi, Mason, 1959, but, uh, I just, I just wanted to, to put it out here to, um, you know, because I just thought it was a good example, um, so there is a game called Life is Strange, True Colors, um, oh, hey, that Brandon guy, um, Thank you, Cheryl. Okay. So Cheryl, you either are a gamer or you have a gamer that you love. Have you ever heard of a game called Life is Strange? True Colors. Uh, it's a game where people, you know, they can play, people play music. Um, I guess, uh, it's, it's produced by Deck Nine, which is owned by Square Enix, one of those big gaming conglomerates. Um, but I read an article that I thought was very interesting. So, this game, Life is Strange True Colors. You have people on there or uh, characters on this game who are performing songs that, you know, we know in real life. Like, if you have heard of Creep by Radiohead, give me a thumbs up. If you have heard of Blister in the Sun by Violent Thems, give me a thumbs up. These are two songs that are being played in the game. Life is Strange, True Colors. Now, throughout the game, you have the option of subtitles, right? Because sometimes you want to know the words to a song. There are other songs in the game, but for these two songs, subtitles are not accessible because they do not have um, they do not have uh, the copyright license. To share the lyrics of these songs, so copyright can be broken up. Why I chose this is because I want you to understand that copyrights can be broken up into different sections. Right? While they may have the um, the license to play the song, they don't have the license for the lyrics. All right? There's licenses for production. Copyright covers a lot of different areas, so be aware of that. All right, okay. So those were the stories that I wanted to share with you tonight. We talked about um, the the Commodores uh, winning six hundred thousand from one of their founding members. We talked about Jay Z, uh, you know, having the, uh, um, you know, and his ongoing battle with the. Photographer for Reasonable Doubt. We talked about Pearson Education versus Chegg, and how Chegg is out here running game, like just giving the answers away. And uh, we talked about the game Life is Strange: True Colors. So if you missed any of those stories, be sure to you know watch the beginning of the show. Um, Flames Flames Tech Center said, when you file, do you need to file the copyright protection separately? What do you mean when you file, um, Flames Tech? What, what do you mean, Brandon, uh, when you file? Uh, do you mean like for, like, I, I want to know what you mean by copyright. Because remember, when you have copyrights, you have copyrights for, for, for written works. You have sound copyrights. You have movie copyrights. Like, there's a lot of, what, what do you mean? Um, And while Brandon um, clarifies that for us, I want to thank you guys for hanging out with me tonight. I will be back tomorrow with more stories. If you find anything you want me to talk about, please send it my way. Um, Okay. Flames Tech said, the license for the song, the words, the images. Yes, so those things would be filed separately. So if you have the song, you need a copyright for the song. If you want to you know uh, copyright the words, you know because essentially a, a song is a poem in musical form, you can do that. And then, if you have image an image that goes with your music, yes, you can copyright that. All of that is copyrightable, and it is separate, okay? So they do get filed separately. yes. Um, yes, okay, so any more questions as we roll out, I'll give y'all, we got like two more minutes, um, again, we'll be back here tomorrow night, if you find any stories you want me to talk about, please send them my way, um, make sure you're booking your one-on-ones at, you're welcome, at Linktree Forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, that's the only link in my bio on Instagram, and it's all over Facebook, um, what else, uh, take care of yourselves, guys, uh, you never heard, these numbers are going up. Um, if you are choosing not to vaccinate, please take all of the precautions next necessary, wear your masks, wash your hands, stay out of large crowds. If you are vaccinated, still do the same thing. Okay. Uh, but yeah, this is where I leave you. Have a wonderful night. Uh, I will talk to you tomorrow. All right. Bye.